Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. Steven and I are doing our first home improvement project together. He's done many, like, in his past apartments and stuff, I've never been a home improvement gal. Like if I have a way a room is, I just leave it that way. Maybe some new furniture, but you won't find me home improving. And so I've been very reluctant to start this because we've had a desire to change some things around in our home for about a year, maybe less than a year. And we decided to start with what I thought would be a nice little easy no no risk room which is our downstairs bathroom and so we were gonna paint the walls change the like light covers and accents and and so we did that and it's not my favorite I I don't I don't love it because right paint has to dry and you have to take everything out of the room and then there's plastic everywhere and it's just not fun and I get why there are professionals in all different professions because if I had the money my friend I would just pay someone to paint for me because I don't like it but I know I'm gonna love it once it's complete and and I was thinking about like that's why there are professions professionals who do this because I used to look at the little paint like painting blemishes in my home when I bought this home there's like little nicks and not much at all, but I just in my head was like, I would never make that nick. Like, I would never leave it. Like, it was just such a arrogant, like, I would be so much better at painting when I've like never done it. And it's kind of hilarious because <laughs> I'm the worst at, I got paint everywhere. It was like on my butt and my boob because they stick out, right? And I got it like on the floor and um, I'm awful at painting and that little roller thing, you got to watch where you're swinging it because it looks like a kindergartner did the parts that I was responsible for. So that is why there are professionals in every little niche because a lot of us just think I can just do it myself better. And that is not true. (laughs) It got me thinking about coaching and like the hours I've put into my expertise of coaching and then the people who want to like do this stuff alone I'm just like I get it now I'm like oh that's what I did with painting I'm just like I can do it by myself and no my friends it looks like a kindergartner did it speaking of kindergartners we are gonna talk about the power the benefits of playing pretend today So I walk my dog every day and I always invite Steven. He's always invited, but he only comes about half the time. And on one of our walks last week, it was us three. 
And of course we do some talk and we do some chatting. Sometimes I, he even lets me coach him on our walks, which is really fun for me. And, but this time we played a little game. We were just pretending. We were playing pretend about what we would have or what results we would have. Maybe it was like a year out. Maybe this was like one to three years out. And so there were very specific measurable things that like he and I both wanted, but we just talked and pretended like it had already happened. And the interesting thing about playing pretend is you got to be in it. And I don't like the word imagine or visualize very much because it doesn't do anything for me. If someone says, imagine having a Rolls Royce, I'll be like, "Uh," like that word just doesn't do anything. I'm like, I can't. But if someone says, pretend you're driving a Rolls Royce right now, I'm like, oh, I get it. I get, uh, yeah, I can do it. I'm in the car. I feel it, right? Something about the word pretend. So it might be a different word for you, but I'm offering the word pretend today because when you're in that feeling of pretending it's here, it's already happened, I have it, you start, that's when the game begins, First, you have to get into that place where you're like, yep, here I am positioned. I literally did this for the house I wanted, the house I live in now. I would pretend I was in my house. I would pretend I could hear like the sound of the wood socks on the wood floor or the fridge opening or the sliding of the back door. Like I was so specific. I would pretend I was there and live in it. And it's so powerful because... The first time I ever saw the house I now live in and now own, it was like, whoa, I like felt this. This is it. I knew it was the house because I had like visualized it. I had been there mentally and emotionally so many times before I ever physically found it. And so it was annoying, right? And so we were playing this game. We both own businesses. So we were talking about results we want in our businesses as if they were already real. And I really recommend you do this for whatever it is in your life that you are wanting, wishing, hoping, whatever that you can have. So the game begins when you're pretending you have it. And then we started asking each other questions, which is so fascinating because it brings up shit that you probably would never think about if you never consider having it now. And so just questions like, what are you doing here? And like, well, how did that happen? And how did you create that? And there's answers galore in this game of pretend. And so I will give a caveat right here because if you are not in a mentally, emotionally stable place, don't play pretend. Don't play this game. This is not a fun game to play if you're overwhelmed, if you're burnt out, if you're exhausted, if you're frustrated, if you're having anxiety attacks, if you're depressed. Don't play pretend in that place. Get yourself to a place of stability and well-being where you are now. And if you are in a place where you're not feeling 100, what are you doing? Come work with me. I'm going to get you to a place of 100 and we're going to be playing pretend in no time. Record time. Uh, So get over here and let's work together and get you feeling better so we can play pretend. Okay. Okay. So... That's kind of the the initial steps is like you're in the game and then you're asking questions and right if it applies like for my home I didn't have many questions to ask but I was very specific from top to bottom like I used all of my senses what can I hear what can I smell what can I you know touch 
type of thing. And so I want to talk about this because children play pretend very naturally. And it's actually, it's not just a children thing. It's a human thing. We just have it traumatized out of us to stop playing pretend, which is the most depressing thing in the world. So if you're depressed, it's because you forgot how to learn. You forgot how to pretend. And so to be undepressed, you got to relearn it if you really want to stay that way. So humans know how to pretend and they know the value of it. It has, it's like we instinctively, intuitively know this as children. I remember being a kid and imagining having things so vividly and then they would come true, but I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, it's just a coincidence. It's not because I imagined it, but it is. There is psychology, there is science backing the positive impact of imaginative play on the brain and the impact it has on our overall well-being. There are functions in our brain, in our wiring that whatever we expect, like one of my favorite studies is the teacher who is told a kid is like, exceptionally bright and just a star and she's going to be so happy she had this kid in her classroom and the kid actually has a, a below average points they're nothing significant like really they just made this up to show the power of expectation in our brain and what happened that year is that kid like doubled his scores from the year before he engaged right and and the teacher just expected this brilliance out of him and her expectation pulled it out of another human and he literally improved because she had an intention in her head and an expectation that that kid was bright and bright he became not because he wasn't bright before but because it's almost like we need this mirror in front of us to expect what we can become and like do that for us because on our own we're just going to be this average below below whatever thing and so I kind of got off track there but I want you to know you don't even need to have the evidence of science in order to know this you knew this as a kid you used to pretend I used to pretend like stupid shit like I was a cat at recess, you know, but I was a cat at recess. It was real. I was like, meow. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make, it doesn't equate to childishness to pretend you can be a grown ass adult and imagine things. That is technically what a vision board requires of you is, especially if you're learning it from a skilled vision boarder like myself, is that's a crucial step in in not just deciding what you want, but then imagining it already done, pretending like you already have it and trying on those feelings now, getting those rolling now. There's also evidence that being imaginative, playing pretend, it improves our emotional intelligence and we need this. Emotions are the reason why we do or don't do anything. They're why we want or don't want anything. They are so crucial that if you have a low EQ, emotional intelligence, then you're going to have low control over your mind, over your life, over the results you create because we need emotions in the equation to get what we want, to create what we want, to become who we want to be. It also boosts our creativity. If you're like me and you didn't want to play in the old oppressive paradigm of the nine to five and just fucking hating every aspect of your life, creativity becomes a big part of who you are, 
what you do in your free time. It's prioritized and pretending is a part of my creativity. When I put on free classes, when I do this freaking podcast, when I help my clients, creativity is a crucial ingredient and I strengthen that muscle through pretending. And it's so fun to have a partner that's like, first of all, non-judgmental of like my my games I want to play, the questions I ask. He's very respectful, very open and engaging in them because he himself is also a creative and an entrepreneur and uh, emotionally intelligent, very much so. So, and, and then lastly, the one of my favorite ones is playing pretend allows us to improve our problem solving skills because if you're stuck in practicality or being realistic like this fucked up world forces us to be as kids is you are so defeated you're not even going to try to solve problems you're going to be so stuck in the negativity of the problem that you don't have the creativity or the emotional tel- intelligence to pull yourself out these are such important skills to your overall well-being it is not a silly thing for kids right it can be silly and fun but it's not for kids it's more for adults we need it more than they do they've already got their shit together in fact they're just appalled and offended at us trying to traumatize the most wise intuitive parts of them out of them right they're like what the fuck are you doing no i want to be pretend like i want to play pretend i i want to hold on to my artistic creativity and everyone here is trying to stamp it out of me that was my experience at least so this stuff is huge it's bigger than just like uh, I want a car. Like, no, you got to think bigger. Things are nice, but they are nothing. They are just neutral, meaningless things outside of us that could disappear tomorrow. What do you want to pretend emotionally? How do you want to feel? What, what do you want your life to be? I consistently do an exercise where I imagine my ideal day. And I remember like, I had my ideal day last fall that I had planned maybe three years prior and it was working for myself. It was living in a beautiful home with a partner I loved and being full-time in my business. And I went back and I found what I had written and I was just like dumbfounded. This is the kind of awe and mind-blowing stuff I'm talking about and, and offering to all of you guys to create for yourselves is it's just like a silencing, like, holy fuck, look what I created. Look what my mind did. Look what I was able to achieve. And I had to start and think, oh, well, now I don't know. I'm living my ideal day every day. What's next? And so it has been a turbulent time going full time. It it pulls up all your shit and uh, you have a little bit of an existential crisis. So I've had to get myself back to well-being, baseline, feeling good. And I'm going to be planning my new ideal day here soon for like three, five years out. And I'm really excited to do that. And I encourage you to do it as well, to play pretend. What does your dream day look like? If you could have anything, and please don't limit yourself. Please don't bring practicality, realisticness into the equation. What would your child self do if anything was possible? What would that day look like, right? How would you be living? What would you be doing with your time? Who would you be around? I want you to use all of your senses and pretend this is the power of our minds. 
And again, if you're a very evidence-based science scientific person, that's fine. There's science backing this up. You can go research it. For myself, though, I just intuitively knew. I didn't need evidence of this shit before I knew it was there. I'm like, no, I know this works. Let's go all in. I know what the world is selling me doesn't work. And I'm not not even halfway interested in being realistic like they want me to be. I'm going to go play pretend. And that's the most practical thing I can do for my well-being and my life. And I want you to try on how that's true for you as well. This is the most logical way to use your time because it's you exerting, executing the power you do have over your life. You don't have power over things. And that's usually what we're focused on is all the shit we can't control. So I feel like there was something else I was going to say. Oh, maybe it was just about... um, Yeah, so that's it. That's the power of playing pretend. I did want to give you guys a heads up and get a little excited about it is Stephen and I were at Snow City having brunch the other day and it is almost our anniversary of our wedding and our first date and it's also Valentine's Day. So a lot of you, whether you're single or in a partnership, I just see, I help clients with relationships a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And there's a lot of work to be done. And so Stephen and I are going to get on a podcast together. I have a specific agenda for what we're going to divulge from our own relationship. And I think it's going to be really helpful if you're struggling in relationship romantically or even not in platonically or friend wise. Um, because man, this shit works. What we're doing works. It works well. We work together. It is powerful. It is fun. I think it is what we want We wanted our relationships to be when we were a kid, but we have so much shit blocking us from actually creating that. So I want to just entice you guys to what we got. And if you don't got it, if you do, great. I'm so happy for you. If you don't, then start listening um, because that's going to be a really helpful podcast. And I'm really excited to have a chat with him to share with you guys and to get you started in that direction if that's what you want to create, right? You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Okay, girl? All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing week and an amazing February. I can't find the button. (laughs) Where's the mouse? Steven has like all these screens in his office. There's like 40 screens in my face and the mouse goes to all of them and I'm like, what's happening? Okay, bye. Love you guys. Thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you where I take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey. I'm just going to give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself, and on fire for your life again. Go to alishaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call, and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.